live <laughs> from your mom's box inside the lady parts place. I swear to God, if you open those fucking things and start eating on the microphone, I'm going to be really pissed <laughs> Stick off. Stick to the script. In the heart of beautiful downtown Auburn, California, where the peanut butter pretzels <laughs> reign supreme. I swear to God, if you open those things up. Jeez. It's microphone therapy. This is the heart. We are the heartbeat of beautiful downtown Auburn, California. Wow. Although I didn't write not... Auburn. I wrote beautiful downtown California. We I, are the heartbeat, baby. I feel like if we're the heartbeat of it, that's a really sad town. Oh, come on. We're kind of like the left ventricle. <laughs> the left ventricle of America. Today, Chevrolet. I mean, if, if Rio Lindo's the armpit. Uh, Rio Limba? Yeah, Rio Limba. We are, uh, we're like the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> which Which one? Either one. No. What, right, if, what, right. if, what if there's three, like Mark Wahlberg had a nipple removed. Did you know that? I did not know that. He was like, I had three nipples, but now I have two. And I was like, you're a good looking guy. Can you I, imagine it with three nipples? My wife had a thing for him. She's like, that fucking guy. And I was like, I know. <laughs> you're like, yes, I would have fucked him with three nipples. And who was the other one she was into? Oh, um, Josh Brolin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. She was like, I am Josh Brolin the fuck out right now. And I was like, me too. <laughs> You're like, and yes. <laughs> and yes. One finger. Okay. Two fingers. <laughs> so, what are you guys drinking? Oh. Oh, well, fantastic. I'm so glad you asked. So, uh, tonight we are once again doing our wine review from uh, Grocery Outlet, not sponsored. Uh, yes. So, trying out all the cheap wines so Is you that don't Tony have Tony to. from Grocery Outlet? Tony. This was a full recommendation. Clay, do you want to talk about your recommendation from Grocery Outlet? I don't mind a bit. Recommended by Tony from Grocery Outlet in beautiful downtown Grass Valley. This is the introvert Zinfandel from Lodi. Comes highly recommended. Central beautiful, Coast. Central Coast. Beautiful prens- uh, presentation. This this bottle is gorgeous. And uh, Heather will put it up really pics nice. of this. Yeah. This is a 2018. I took a lovely portrait photo of it next to the peanut butter pretzels that I can't eat. Now, because of my <laughs> drinking problem, oh, like that. I didn't realize when I picked it. Oh, look, it's got a little cog, which could be construed as a pentagram in the Precision Wine Company uh, marker on the back. Freemasons? Yeah. Probably. It's like a little cog. I it is it. from Napa. The Freemasons we'll get a probably picture of all that up too. Okay. So this, this, this wine was actually Tony's recommendation. This is a 2018 Zinfandel by, oh, it's The Introvert, uh, cellared and bottled by Introvert Wines, Napa, California. So, not, so not wa- Central for Coast. the first time, finally, we can classify the Central Coast as somewhere you would actually want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Napa. That sounds nice. Stuck in Lodi again. <laughs> I, I still don't understand like, how you can look at a map and be like, Lodi, that's on the coast. What? No. Now, we're going to we're gonna jump back over to Heather in a few seconds here. She's going to tell us what she thinks of this. But before we do that, this is highly, highly alcoholic wine. Ooh. 14.5% by volume. Holy shit. I'm that's like, pretty sturdy. I'm going to defer to your palate before I say anything. Well, let's go! Okay, so... Without letting you change my opinion, though. Right, of course. So that that is fine. Okay, so of course, I mean, you know, Clay is, is not a Zen guy. He was a little disturbed by the fact that it was a Zen. I, of course, was intrigued by the label that it's the introvert. However, I opened it up. They weren't outside for a little bit to chat, let it breathe for a little bit, poured it out. And my first two sips, um, I told Clay it reminded me of if you were eating the hot ash off the end of a cigarette. Huh. And this just could be like my throat because all the smoke in the air or whatever. But I was just like, this is, this tastes like burning like napalm like eating napalm tastes like burning yeah where's where is all this fucking smoke coming from again uh this would be the dixie fire still oh wonderful dixie fire you're welcome which is now the largest wildfire in california history really yes it surpassed it was at number two and then it flipped to number one like yesterday wow so there you go there's something you didn't know before but now you do yeah i learned something hey did you know the dixie fire is now the biggest wildfire hey what about this (laughs) <laughs> i sure did <coughs> good point i love wildfires good point he's a good kid <laughs> that's why my friends call me whiskers i guess i'm just a warrior not anymore not anymore <laughs> what what so anyways um it was like drinking hot ash at first and then 
I, the one thing I did get from the aftertaste was it was very jammy, if you will. And this is, I think, where you said... I like that. Brought up the plum stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is worth saving. Like, maybe it just needs to, like, air out in the glass. Or maybe I just need to, like, get my fucking shit together. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes my palate just needs to get its fucking shit together. Right. So, um... I did, I did the whole like cover it and swirl it and sniff it and it was very minerally and I think maybe that's what I was tasting so um, of course the soils it is a little smoky um, right up front and at the end it does get very jammy um, it's mid dry it doesn't suck everything out of my mouth but it's not like overly sweet so that's my impression of it I actually think it's it's I think it's pretty good but I think did if you you're say gonna do this, cover it swirl it and sniff it yep wait a minute let I, me let me demonstrate for you <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you something. Heather is so good at wine. That's exactly right. The thing she said, it gets up on you in the beginning. And you're just like. And <sighs> then it goes dry. And then it finishes almost like it started. Now, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. I got off Zinfandel because I had a case of Zinfandel from a, a loan I did a long time ago, a real estate loan. Mm-hmm. We're going back almost 20 years now. Going back at least six months. Yeah. Shenandoah Valley. Okay, which is great. Guy's right over was, here in Amador. The guy's name was Al Fallon, and he had a vineyard called uh, Serenidad. Okay. And he gave us a case, or maybe we each bought a case of Zinfandel as, as almost like a Thanks tip. so much. Thanks so much for your business, Thanks sir. for the 15 points and a feather in your cap, sir. Yeah. 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 So Good taste, sir. I opened a bottle, and I was drinking it, and uh, the bottle was left out. Oh. And it, and it spoiled. You got the vinegar wine. And if you know anything about me, once I don't like something... I normally don't change my mind. Now, that said, I'm going to change my mind. This, I'm going to give this wine a 10 out of 10. Oh. I think it's fantastic. How bold of you, sir. This is almost like, this is so good. It's, for me, it's bordering on a port or something. Almost like a dessert wine is how it's, it's tasting it's, to me. You know what? And it's not even that thick. So I think that you would even enjoy a dessert wine more or a port like Ryan does. But um, it might, I almost want to say it's too smoky to put it with too much smoke in your meat. I think it would be too much smoke. This wine by itself is a meal is how I feel. And I didn't mean to write. <laughs> no, well, there is a chop. meatloaf in every glass. Okay. This wine by I like itself that one better. is a meal is how I feel. Uh. <laughs> I no. usually say there's a pork chop in every bottle. Pork chop. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I, 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 this is the best wine I've had and that I can remember. Well, sir, we'll have to get you some better wines because right now we're just drinking grocery outlet ones, but I can actually get you way better Zinfandels than this. And now, and one more thing. Yes. Is a Zinfandel above a cab as far as? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's cab, Zin, like Merlot. No, no, Merlot's a, Merlot is actually a blend. And then Zen is above it. But see, here's the funny thing is usually Merlots are not my gig. I don't know why. It's not my gig. It's not my thing. It's not my bag, baby. Uh, there's another one called, uh, it starts with an M. Mike. Malbach. Malbach. There's also Merved. Yeah. And then there's some Italian wines, and I always fuck these up, and you correct me. One is called Barbella? Barber. Close. They're, they, they're both, they're, they're both there's, there's a Barbera. Barbera. And yeah. these are extremely hearty Italian Very hearty. wines. Very I mean, hearty. And it might just because it might just be because I had a uh, you know a cigar tonight, and it, that would absolutely complement. Oh, you know what? This like. would complement that. Absolutely. So if I was going to drink this and really enjoy it, it would be after I. This would, this would be something I would have after I had a, a really nice steak dinner. And with a cigar. And with a cigar, absolutely. Absolutely. This is this for me is rivaling a port or a, a, a cognac. And I'm mm-hmm. not comparing them in that fashion. I'm just saying yeah. it's that kind of a relaxed, really enjoyable. This this for me is a treat right now. It is. It, it's not. Um, I've had a couple of really, really, really good ports. And when I find one that I like, because I used to think of ports like I had a, such a hard time with them. I just didn't like them at all. And I don't know whether it was too sweet. It was just too much alcohol. Yeah. But I think that they've matured how they make ports. Right. And if you get a good one instead of probably the bullshit I was drinking when I was younger, um, they're really good. So when I find a good one that I like to drink, I'll buy it and get it for Ryan. And then it rarely comes out. Yeah. But um because he likes those. But I mean, those are, are really much more sweet. And we've had a couple that actually have reminded me of a port. This one is a bit drier. It's a bit drier, but I know what you're talking about with the flavor. But but you nailed it because the flavor comes out when you first initially take the drink. It, it, this thing pops on the end of your tongue. Mm-hmm. And then it has a dry mitt. You you said it. You couldn't have said it more beautifully. It twerks on your tongue. It, it twerks on your tongue in the beginning, and then it goes flat. Mm-hmm. And you get the kind of a resonating alcohol burning sensation, and then it goes to after you swallow it back to almost like it tasted when you first took the uh, you know a drink of it. It goes back to that pungent. 
I mean, you couldn't have said it better when you said when when you said jam. Did you mean like jelly and jam? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. So, anyways, I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten. I'm gonna say, I mean, obviously for a grocery outlet wine, yeah, ten out of ten. So all in tonight, and again, uh, grocery outlet gives you a wine that would cost you much more money in another store. Yeah, I don't even know how much this one was. Do you remember? All in, we were thirteen. No, 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 no. I meant like what it would have cost. Hold, it. let me Google it. I didn't look. Google o. Google that shit. Is it the introvert? Mm-hmm. Uh, where does Zinfandel fall in where the berries are ripening? I are ripening. I wonder. It must yeah. be further down the line. 18. What, what year is it now? So this has actually been sitting around a while, and that might be to its benefit. It could, it could have been. But, I mean, you never can account for, like, how they store it or anything else. Like I'm going to start taking a picture of where I pluck the bottle from, if you will, because they give you all the information right there. They do. I used to take pictures of it. Um, the introvert. Oh, they also have a reserved cab. I bet that's good. It's nice. Listen, I walked into Rayleigh's one time in 2000, and they had a BV barrel select. It was, like, where they locked it up a bottle of bv barrel select it was 123 dollars i'll never Jesus forget Christ. i thought about getting it and i could have at just the time. because but i was like it's a bottle of wine dude come yeah, on right yeah and the the bitch part of that is and i think we've talked about that is you could get a wine that you've put down that you purchased a case of and maybe you stored it away yeah. or whatever and you just get like the one bunk cork or right something, something happened to it and you can save this wine forever and an expensive bottle of wine and still shit yeah so that's you, you know i fetish over things though and i wish i would have gotten that bottle of wine you would have drank it already would have been gone no i wish i, I wish i would have had that experience maybe um, it was um, maybe, maybe it was, was fantastic maybe that's the best bottle of wine i'll tell you what i've had a lot of wine this is a good bottle of wine for six bucks or whatever it was right seven bucks so i see on here that this can retail for 14 dollars is the price it, that i found so far and that's i'm going to tell you right now that's, that's a still bargain cheap. for a bottle of wine like this that's still cheap yeah. not even at six dollars so this description that i found online says this is a classy and elegant expression of zinfandel despite it's brawn and ripe density, which makes sense. Everything it, we talked about. It is fruit forward with blackberry and cherry flavors right. and shows traces of vanilla, spicy pepper, and smoky oak on the bold and enticing finish. There's the finish you were talking about. Yeah. So. Spicy pepper. Spicy. I, I just want to say something right now. Heather is very, very good at wine. I'm really not that good. You are. People that are way better. Nah. Than See, and here's the thing is I can actually go wine taste. Um, we play a game sometimes when we wine taste Laura and I where she like won't show me the description. Yeah. And I'll guess like I'm tasting this and see if it matches up with their description, yeah. which I think they just pull out of their ass anyways 50% of the time. They don't fuck their right. And they're just like, I don't know. Say it tastes like wood shavings. Right. Like, oh, okay. Um, so <coughs> they're right. We play that game and everything. But as as much as I really like good wine, as much as I can tell about wine, that I've learned about wine, I will drink the fuck out of anything out of a box or right. a giant jug. Sure. And here's for me. Here's the thing about wine. If I go down to Macy's, do they even have Macy's anymore? They do. And I, and I go down and I go to the counter, mm -hmm. and the girl sprays Calvin Klein whatever on me. Right. And then another guy comes up and they spray the same shit on him. Mm -hmm. We're not going to smell the same. No, you're not. Because and everybody's taste is different. different. Everybody's different. Every, one person's going to enjoy something. The next person, maybe not so much. Okay. So, um, and that's what I think is so much fun about doing these wine reviews is uh, learning from you. Share. Mike, well, Mike doesn't drink the stuff, but. Uh, Every once in a while, he'll try something. I know if he did, his opinion would be equally as important to me as, as yours. Is. And probably vastly different from ours. He'd probably take a drink and be like, this tastes like shit. He's, no, he'd say, this tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> this one's like a sun kiss. It pops on the tongue. Just like but sun But it finishes does. like a squirt. <laughs> this is amazing. This one, this one tastes like yeah. um, grape soda. <laughs> Anyway, I saw some of that when I went to the store. I'm like, I should buy some grape fucking crush. And I was like, do they have it again? They, they have, have it over it every at, once in a while. You can find it. Final. This isn't quite a Pepsi or an RC Cola. This might be more of a, of a, of a Shasta. What was the other day? There was one that's Dr. Pill. Oh God. The, the generic Dr. Pepper. The Elizabeth There's Taylor. Dr. Thunder. The Elizabeth Taylor of Pepsi. No, Dr. This, this Pill. one was called, Dr. or Mr. Pill. Yeah. I think it was called Mr. Pill. Mr. Pib? No. There's Mr. Pib, Dr. Thunder. Uh, Dr. Thunder. That's Shasta. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. The, kid, the boys used to get so bad. Well, Jay mostly because he really loves Dr. Pepper. And then I'd get like the Dr. Thunder sometimes. And he would come in with it and he'd be like, Mom. Dr. Bob. It's not the same. 
You know what's funny is since the controversy of, I, I call it the high fructose corn syrup controversy. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when I was a kid, if we wanted a box of cereal, it could be like $4.50. Now you go into the grocery store and they're like, tricks, 69 cents. I know, right? <laughs> Bring the like- basket over here. Bring a wheelbarrow. We'll fill it up. You're <laughs> We're good to eat go. All the tricks. We'll duct tape it. We'll wrap it up for all you. All the tricks. Yeah. All the tricks. That shit spilled in the cabinet at my house the other day. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. and I didn't want to clean it up. And I was like, there's going to be ants there any fucking second. <laughs> I went to like try to get some of it out. It was like, it had like sort of like, oh, uh, it, it was sticks? like, it was like sea monkeys and yeah. uh, pop rocks. It was like, it had like, yeah. it had like kind Grossed of, out. I was like, it's part of the cabinet now. I was paying over that. <laughs> I'm not kidding you though. Go down the go down the cereal aisle. They're like, we'll give you this shit for free. I know. I used to get coupons where I would get like same with soda. I would get like cereal for like ten cents or they're like like four hundred Pepsi's. So basically, you're saying four ninety nine. Your Fruit Loops was like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where they become part of the ship. I'm saying now they're like, (laughs) we know we're killing you. You know we're killing you. It's cheaper, but it's fruit. It's part flavored. of your complete balanced breakfast. It's fruit flavored. <laughs> and they should like toast and orange, pancakes, a steak. Everything, everything carb. <laughs> and a bowl of cereal. That's what I love. It's all straight carbs. It's like, it's like, here's a glass of orange juice. It's probably fake. Here's like two pieces of toast and a bowl of cereal. This is one of the it's fun. Like, uh, this is one of the funniest things I ever saw in my life. And like 1994. We're sitting wherever we're sitting and we're all stoned. Like when you saw it, when you're still like, go in the other room and like the bong, you know what yeah. I mean? So we're sitting there, we're like, Ugh. and they did a, and uh, the TV show that was so funny at the time, Mad TV had come out. Oh, I remember that. Yes. And they did a commercial during Mad TV and it was a tricks and milk commercial all in one or something. Okay. And I missed it. I was like in the bathroom doing another bong hit or whatever, whatever doing. you were doing. And they were like, they had the guy from tricks and they had milk. And I don't know if I'm getting this right. And it was one commercial. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> are you serious? Man? Together? That's insane. Why in God's name, do you have a fake Dr. Pepper and a thing of chicken up? Because at the bottom of the page, read what it says. Information about the coronavirus is constantly evolving. The rest of the results might not be what you're looking for. What, what the fuck? What? Does that have to do with off-brand Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper, other than <laughs> you, doctor. literally Googled off-brand Dr. Pepper, smart and final, and you came up with COVID. A, thing, a thing of Dr. Pepper, a thing of chicken legs, and COVID. <laughs> well, because of smart and final, but still, what does that have to do with COVID? smart and final? Has nothing to do with COVID. Doctor yeah, Dynamite. Exactly. Oh yeah, Dr. yeah. There's Dynamite. there's Mr. Pig. There's well, where, Dr. Where's Mr. Spark Pig? right there. Who does that? Uh, Piggly Wiggly. Oh, There's that Dr. makes Zip. sense. But no. Dr. Thunder, like if you get Dr. Thunder, it does not taste like Dr. Pepper. That's what j It is says. completely different. In, it's actually a better taste, in my opinion. Yeah. It's more peppery. Mm-hmm. J-Boy doesn't like it. Now, you, now Mike, Mike's going to question me on this. The How first did the water probably. come up? The is first soda pop that ever came out was Dr. Pepper. First ever soda pop. That was a Third. brand. What? Was that? Was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm asking I'll you. take the fucking Pepsi challenge on this shit. I'll take the Pepsi challenge. Dr. Shit. What Dr. was the first soda? Dr. Dr. Pepper. 1885. Bam. But when does 7-Up come up? Why is this showing 7-Up? That's kind of cool, isn't it? That oldest is cool. sodas in the world. Click on that. Click on that. It has the nine oldest. We Let's can, go through them. Oldest sodas in the world. Oldest be fun. sodas. These sodas were born back in 1805. Damn these fucking sodas are old. 1898. I got a tooth, a mole, and a hair growing out of it. These are so old. Pepsi, 1893. Okay, go. Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. That's mine. That's my favorite. 1886. With the Coke, actually. Dr. In it. Pepper is 1885. Oh, whoa, but the hits keep coming. Moxie. Oh. I've heard of Moxie. I like your Moxie. Live life with Moxie. 1885. That probably had like heroin in it. Oh, know? God. Yeah. You know what did? God, I love these puffs. I don't want to try Fiora Vante. Right in Ecuador. Fiora. That looks tasty. Where the fuck is Ecuador? Is that in Colorado? Yeah. I guess. South right Florida. The, right near that Denver omelet. Yes. Oh, God, I love Denver omelet. Do you Hires. really? Hires root beer. That's kind of a creepy. Yeah, he's weird. <sighs> he's all, hey. He's drinking out of your glass, though. Hey, I'm going to have some children, and then they're going to have children, and then Matthew McConaughey is going to be born. You're going to fucking know when that hey, happens. Huh? What about this? <laughs> he says, this giant straw hat's not going to protect me from the scarlet fever. Ginger ale. Werner's ginger ale. 
Verners. 1866. When did chloroform come out? I don't know. Schweppes. Schweppes. That was the first one. Oh, wow. But it's not a soda. That's a ginger ale. That's not a soda. I consider it's not soda pop. I consider ginger ale soda now. But it's 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 yeah that's fair. It's beer it is though. Syrupy. It's beer or ale. It's it's like you know mead alcohol. It's the first ginger. Ale. We're gonna call this a crossover. I'm saying I'm going with what you said, which is Dr Pepper is the first soda pop. Yeah, because everything because root beer is not a soda pop. So this is an interesting and a, and a funny a beer. thing. Beer. When when malt shops, I call them malt shops. Yeah. yeah. Or a pop shop, right? Yeah. Came out. Malted. They were as controversial as a bar. Yeah. Did you ever know that? Really? No, I did not know. Absolutely, that. they were. I'm going to take my sweetheart down and get herself a malted. Yeah. Why? Because of the malt or because of the soda? Yeah. The malt. What was wrong with the malt? What did it do? Like malt beer. It's got. It's it's a. Is it alcoholic? I don't think it's alcoholic, but it's it's like. It was controversial because first and foremost, it was a hangout for kids. Yeah. So like it was to, to just kind of elaborate on what you're saying. It was like um, beatnik or whatever or for the time. Right. It was like yeah. uh, it was greaser. It was. Oh, yeah. Do you agree with that? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Bad things are going to get. Hey, I'll, if you steal that ring. We could get some reefer madness going on after we do Ooh, this heroin. Yeah. It fell into counterculture methods of pleasure. Why it was, oh, malt shop cultures. Malt shop diner culture. Now, I know about the diner culture thing, but I know that it came from malt shops. Let me tell you what I And can I tell you what I don't like? Fucking malt. Malt is gross. Well, it's like if you get a malted milkshake, it's not good. It's the it's the same thing with do you like black licorice? Do you like root beer? People either love it or they hate it. I guess that's true. I can also say the same thing for prunes. I love prunes. I I I like prunes too. I love a vodka and prune juice. Ooh, you You want to you want to clean out? You want to clean out today? (laughs) You want to do a little clean out? Fuck a what do they call it where they stick the thing up your ass? So I've been watching all these things about people that are doing like the the cleanses to get rid of parasites. Yeah. Like Paragard or whatever it is. Like right. there's like a few others. And they talk about like what they're shitting out, and what's coming out of their bodies and whatever. And I this is not the first time I've heard this. I just want you to know. Like I've been talking to like weird fucking people for years. So like I was like 21 or something like that. Yeah. I was working at a bank and there was somebody that worked there and they talked about getting rid of parasites that are in your body and they talked about like being on a lot of garlic and onions and sitting in like warm baths and yeah. how like the worms come out of you. I'm like, oh my God. Like there was a whole book on it. It was worms. Up. Yes, dude. We all have worms in our guts, but like yeah. it could be worse than what you think. Anyway, so I was watching something on the interwebs and it was some bitch talking about how she set out like tapeworm eggs or something. I'll bet you if you had the right routine of vodka and prune juice, you could also have your own parasite cleanse. Well, I'll tell you one thing about prune juice. It was like a joke at my mom's house. So I started getting into prune juice and I would drink Dude, some. This, is, this wasn't even it's mixed. Good. This wasn't even like I was mixing it with anything. And then I would go blow ass. And they were like, are you f- my mom? You know, you know how Mim is. She's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're really drinking like, this? Like I can see three specks of prune juice ass blow inside the toilet. Go clean the toilet right now. Yeah. If my mom is like, if you can't eat off the toilet, then do it again. Oh my God. She's like, there's a leaf in the driveway. You know what I mean? And I love my mom, but that's just the truth. I mean, I wish I was the same way. She has OCD. She's gotten better. This is, this is like, this is the perfect example of something. It's like when you try to talk to an addict and you're like, you have a problem. They're like, I can quit anytime I want. I was like, so I'm sitting at her. Once again, I'm sitting at her house. Right living there and i'm like reading on her computer from her beautiful kitchen table it was actually a nook and i was like ocd and i started going through it and at one point she's all fuck you <laughs> and i was like, like i was like see every time i find like like serious like adhd funny videos or something like that yeah. like i download them and send them to ryan he's like why do you keep sending me these yeah i was like because i think it's funny and then you could see that other people have the same things you do and he's like yeah. I really just feel like you're calling me out right now. And yeah. I'm like, it's hilarious because they're so spot on. And it's like, oh, I thought it was just you being annoying. But no, it's you actually have a, a condition. Like, yeah. that's that's what it is. But yeah, the OCD thing is like a real fucking thing. And um, I think that's what's hard is like, I get into this weird cycle myself personally of like, 
I have all this anxiety and OCD and like I, I the clutter just weighs on me and yeah. whatever. And then like I get anxiety about it yeah. and then I just drink to get rid of it. Right. Um, because I can't fix it in right. my house. So I just right. drink. Because you're, you're up against, you're up. I'm up against a tsunami wave of ADHD. Against people. all odds. Tsunami wave. Yeah. I'm outnumbered on the ADHD people in my house right now. Right. They outnumber me and Gus. So it, it's just like. And then if you know me at all, manic. So right. one day it's one thing, the next day it's something else. And yeah. everybody's like, who are you today? And I'm like, I know. I don't know. And then you're like, go into the deep depression and be like, I don't even think life is worth I, living. I can't get out of bed. Turn the air conditioner on, draw the drapes. Yeah. Get the knife. I will talk to no one. I'm going to carve myself. So, <laughs> Except like, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> so for me, like a lot of my issues I think come from is like, I have that desire to do exactly what your mom's doing, but I've worn my body out so much now. Right. I have like the fatigue. And so yeah. now I'm just like, I don't even have the fucking energy you know, to do it. My mom, you can go anywhere my mom's ever lived. And it's like, it could be like the middle of the desert. Yeah. And you come back two months later and there's like, a fountain and flowers and i mean she really does have that you no know? i remember the old house had like, she'll turn it was it, like going into like a japanese tea garden or something she'll turn it into my mom will go somewhere it was very zen there'll be nothing and she'll turn it into like the most serene beautiful pl- there'll be like you could be in the middle of the sahara and there'll be like hummingbirds <laughs> and- <laughs> cobras that you can pet you're like are we at mims <laughs> yeah she just has that and i you know i adore that about her right yeah and you can go to my house and there'll be like cobras that you can't pet you're like ow 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 you walk Slap through them. you yeah. immediately get tetanus as soon as you come in oh absolutely move three loads of laundry to sit down i yeah. wish i had some of the stuff that she has i mean right. it comes out in different it, it comes out in different ways for all of us all the time but well this is like where i tell you is like you probably don't want that because like the physical feeling of sitting down in a house and having the stuff that is sitting around you you actually feel it like closing your world in yeah like it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and so that's where that's where it sucks yeah and then all of a sudden your skin itches and you want to rip it off like that's no good yeah nobody wants that so i i was talking to laura before you got here yeah and i was like i just want i said if i ever have money again like, because I don't even know if that's going to happen at this it point. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> I mean, like, like not just gas money. <laughs> like, if I had money to buy, like, a pizza. Uh, like, when I go to Taco Bell, I'm like, what's the $5 box? And it's going to be a treat. And they're all, it's the nacho fry box. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> that's all you've got? Boo. Can nacho I special fries. order the one you had two years ago? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> what are you doing, Michael? I was fixing stuff on the back end so that when it was people time. go to a specific place they go to a specific place and it's fixed what the fuck is that i'm mean? guessing website stuff i don't know but ryan does the same I shit s- uh, yeah, i switched the website stuff right so now it's microphonetherapy.com instead of the other one but i had to fix the other one to point to microphonetherapy.com and it was a pain in the ass and it's been a week since i've <laughs> sat down and fucked with it so you guys <laughs> were talking we sit here drunk yeah right, while so you guys were we chatting can't even, we can't even like we just tried to fist bump we couldn't even pull it off <laughs> i didn't know we were fist bumping i just thought and, we were here excited. i am working on the back yeah, end of the yeah. fucking Vodka. So the with the nacho fries thing. Did so, you say vodka? So yes. my son is really on the is on nachos, and so I said, well, how about you get like I the, I think it was like nacho fries or something. And I was like, oh, you could get this, and it's like nachos, but it's on French fries. Yeah. And he just looks at me. I go, they call those Irish nachos a lot of the times, and he's like, <laughs> and he just looks at me and he goes, so they taste like potatoes and sad. <laughs> Potatoes no, potatoes and, and whiskey. I'm like, what? Fuck. No, no, you know, son, no. You brought up the Irish thing, and I'm, I can't, I cannot help it now. You started this, so Sorry. I finished that John DeLorean. Uh, oh thing. yeah, yeah. And I, I you know, you, Mike's right more than he's wrong. And he's like, John DeLorean's an asshole. And I was like, no, he isn't. He he designed the 1970 Pontiac Trans Am. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong more than I'm right, but there are just moments. He, I have it moments. turns out he's a fucking prick. Except for when you tell him, like, no, that's not right. You're wrong. He'll argue with you, he, knowing he's wrong. He embezzled money. He's a cocksucker. He gets by on his charisma. Well, as usual, you're wrong. He gets by on his charisma, which there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, hmm. That's, that's the, called fake a team. That's like it. the yeah. pot calling the kettle cookware. He, he embezzled 18 million pounds of the British government's money. Bless his heart. And while this is going on, I mean, I guess I always forget that because I'm so fucking Irish. They have like problems with just the church over there. They're like, we're yeah. Catholic. No, we're Protestant or something. Oh, yeah. Shit. No, they're fighting about I, that too. And, and I the mean, Catholic like, and the people in the church are the worst ones in with the Irish army. These fucking guys get out like AK 47s and shit and mm. lay down in the street and blow each other up. And yep. I was like, over God? Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're really fucked up. They do the same thing in the Middle East. They have their own miniature little version of what's obviously been going on in since the, the East, Jews. Yeah. You know what I mean? We wandered the desert. The I Jews. don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the same and thing. I mean, but it's on a really tiny eye. So, like, there's a girl pushing her baby through the street, and there's, like, and it just looks like, it looks like from when we were, it is from when we were kids, and yeah. then, like, something explodes and like their little faggot little vans over there with yeah. the little tiny tires explodes and then like beer kegs go everywhere. Please refrain from using and I was like, slurs. That's where you wanted to embezzle money from? John right. DeLorean? Ireland. Good job. Yeah. He totally pulled it off, kind of. I mean, good for him. That and, was and then he's like, you know what? I embezzled so much money. That's what so happens when money. you just don't give a shit anymore. You're like, you know who I should take money from? The Irish Republic. Right. Money. And they that went, sounds like a great idea. They went right along with it. They were like, we haven't had any fucking jobs out here in quite some time. I'd love to work at the factory. I haven't found my lucky charms. My father worked at the factory. <laughs> it blew up because we can't get along. Let's get your car factory over here and start building some of these fucking cars. At least he can kind of do the accent whenever I do it. It sounds Russian. They put a fucking fence down the middle because they didn't want the Protestants to intermingle with the fucking, what are the other ones? The, the Catholics? Because the Catholics are like three hill. The Catholics are like. Aren't there a lot of Irish gypsies too? No. I think there are, aren't there? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, you're gypsy blood from Ireland, right? But, I don't but know they're, not, they're not, uh, they're not Romanian. They're not uh, Roma. They're something else. So they get these guys together in the factory to build these ugly cars. And they're yeah. like, we get along fine. We drink together, party mm. together, build cars together. And then at the end of the day, it's all, and they have to go down to like these separate things. I'd be like, I'll meet you at the other side of the fence, huh? I'll yeah. fight for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's so get together awful. and have a Catholic Irish Protestant baby, huh? We'll blow it up if it doesn't work out. So my my weird hero out of all that, and, and Laura can, can attest to this because I did a whole actual legitimate college paper and speech project you on this person. college? Well, eh, sort of. Why? No, well, okay. I did the Sierra College classes and I was like, I'm going to eventually like get my degree when I'm like 90. I'll do one class a semester at night. Um, that didn't work out, but... I'll do a 50-minute class. Can I just say one thing? Months. Yes. People like you and I don't need college. We don't, but I eventually had to do it just because it, to check the box. Just tell us what you want us to do. Give I'll a, fucking do it. Give us a test on it. Maybe we we remember being there. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. If if we don't pass the first time, probably we'll pass the the second time. Fuck it for sure. If, You're but, right. But we probably are going to pass the first time. Don't have any idea what we're doing. I know. But know that we're going to do it well. So with that, like we go through. <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, probably. Um, no, no. So no, he's, I did. he's spot on. I So we did this class and she was in it with me because we did a few classes together because she was also doing night classes at Sierra. And we were supposed to do a um, a paper and then present a presentation back when it was on an overhead. Because we're old. Um, right. Do a speech to the class. And it was like a business speaking class or something like that on the person that we admire. And I did mine on Larry Flint. Right. And so I don't know if I had read his book yet, but I don't even know if it'd come out yet. But I did like a whole like researched him, talked about, you know, his youth and everything and why I admired him. And um, it was met with like, if you could imagine like just turning around, like as you're like, as you're done giving your thing and you're like, thank you. And you look at it and everybody's just like, oh my fucking God, what did we just hear? So it was really funny. Can Larry I? Flint is mine. And everybody's like, Larry Flint's a dick. Larry Flint's a dick. And I'm like, I like Larry Flint. Fuck guess you. guess who blew open John DeLorean's side of the case? And again, I'm I'm agreeing with Mike at this point. He's normally spot on with people's Wasn't character. it Larry Flint? He blew open the DeLorean yeah. case. I don't know how this guy gets his hands on information. I think I don't people, know how I get my hands on most of the I, information I do. I, I, I think I know why. I think people really do. It's not because he has access to things that nobody else does. I think people in a weird way really do admire him and they're like, here's naked pictures of Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. Here is um, subvert information on the John DeLorean thing. Or like, hey, I don't know who to give this information to, but I'm going to give it to you. You store it, and at some point, you're going to have a use for it. But you fucking know the next day, Larry Flint is bringing it out. He's like, here's a girl spreading her pussy lips, and here's the John DeLorean story from right. the other side. Absolutely. Right, which they actually didn't help his case. If I don't know. I mean, I was watching the thing, and I, I fall in and out of paying like if I was taking tedious notes, maybe at that point I stopped. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, he played. A, he had a hand in that one too. Larry Flint's my homeboy. When he died, I was very, very sad because I'd always wanted to meet him. I don't understand why people don't like he's him. Dead? Other than oh yeah, he's been dead for a while. Yeah, he Fuck died. I, I'm always the last one to know. I know, and I was really sad because I kept thinking like someday I just want to meet the guy. Am I still alive? As far as I know. Mm. Sorry. I have these people that I talk to that are older than us. Mm-hmm. God forbid. And they, one guy said to me like every morning I open the newspaper and I read the funny papers and then I turn to the obituaries and make sure I'm not in there. I hope I hope when I That's go true. it's like that. Like I hope you open the obituaries and you're like fuck there I am. I hope it's not like a year and a half of well I already told you I'm going to blow my fucking head off, right? <laughs> If you get like any kind of weird illness or something. No, like when I'm done, you know. I'm just like, I'm done with this. I'm good. Like they're all, you have cancer. And I'm like, they're, and they're all come back tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you then. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> You're like, sure, I'll be there. Yeah, because I have a 40 fucking S&W in the safe at home. So peace on you. <laughs> so, so Michael's family actually does this other fun thing, which I haven't quite figured out how they do it. But what? they go, yeah, I've decided I'm kind of done with this. And they don't need a gun. They just go. Yeah, I'm just going to die. They just die. I would never have that kind of luck. They're like, uh, you know. No, no, no I'm pretty sure that doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Cancer. Uh, yeah, I'm good. You know what? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going you, through this for yeah, a second time. You have, you have cirrhosis of the liver and we're going to be able to keep you alive for some time with your family, but you're going to need to do this. No, no, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to catch me Deuces. laying around with a fucking wrapped in gauze. Someone's cleaning my asshole for me. You're not and that's why they die. I Here's think that's the why thing. they die. Here's the other thing. If I can't get to the gun in time, like I'm on the way home and I'm like, I don't feel good. I'm like, check out that fucking oak tree. Scorpions is really loud or rat. And I'm like, check this fucking out. <laughs> Where's the airbags off switch? <laughs> and in my little car... Yeah, you're, you're toast. But by then I'll be driving a vet and it won't matter. I'll be like, I got that thing end over end and 18 like, times Wee! before it bursts into flames. <laughs> I want to be identified by my teeth. Right. <laughs> if I have any left. Well, and that, that'll be someday if someone's like, nobody's seen Clay and his car is missing. Yeah. Where was he driving? He was driving here and be like, oh, check over yeah. the cliff. Cause no, because I'm going to get down something. You know fucking I am. And I, you know, and if I drive anywhere for a while, I'm like, that's the spot right there. Right? <laughs> I have the perfect highway for you. We'll talk about it at 110. Uh, The highway that goes from, uh, it goes from the 50 side and it goes from like in Alpine County, it goes from Bear Valley and it takes you on this weird ass Canyon road and it takes you all the way in to like Markleyville area Mm. on the other side, almost by South Lake Tahoe. Um, That is the worst one that I have ever driven. And that is, that is saying a lot because I've driven some really crazy shit in my time and with my parents, but it was like the one that surprised me that I hadn't been on in a long time was uh, pilot Hill. Oh, the back yeah. road to Sugar Pine. Yeah, you the could, road from Barstow to Vegas is fucked up. Oh, it's terrible. And then, the, oh well, the road that Sam Kinison died on. So what is it? Three ninety five. But it's flat. Three ninety five. Not at night. Barstow to where? To Vegas. Oh, isn't it really high up? Like no, no, no. It's 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 kind of flat, but it's just a boring drive. Oh, makes you want to drive into the median. Yeah. But three ninety five south when you're driving three ninety five south at yeah. night. Well, there's a like a lake at some point, yeah. and you can't see shit because there's no fucking lights other than car lights. So if you're gonna suicide out at 140 miles an hour, drive that road. Yeah. Because you'll just end up in a fucking. Well, that or like Highway hole. One coming down. Like oh, yeah. if you go to the California coast, that's terrible too. Like the North Coast especially. It's fucking awful. And there's like, there's no guardrail. It's just like cliff ocean. And, and your you're chances like, of driving uh, into somebody's house is pretty good too. Cause they have like little towns just like dotted alongside the it road. It really is. It's fucking horrible. And you can just but that's the same thing slam with, into a with that. visitor center. And um, if you were to go. <laughs> he was waiting for that one. Dude. He just blew his ears out. That's Kennison. I know. I know that's Kennison. You know, Kennison. you know, the funny thing about when he died is so he had a, he had a 19, 19- 89 Pontiac Trans Am red mm. and he goes he gets in a very bad car accident and hits yeah. his head but he's okay like he's walking around he's talking to the paramedics and everything and then he goes and he sits down and then somebody was it might have been his brother or somebody said he was like talk or somebody said he was like talking to himself his wife or his girlfriend and he was saying like I don't want to die now. like he was at, almost having a conversation with like he was already yeah. going to the other side and he's like I don't want to die right now he's having this conversation and then at the end he's like okay I'm getting the chills, actually. He's like, yeah. okay, okay, all right. And then that was it. He just... And then he just that was fell it. over. Yeah. So the other thing about Kennison is when he was a kid, 
He was a totally normal kid, and he got it. He got hit by a car. They were talking about this on Rogan. So Kennison gets hit by a car, mm-hmm. and he like uh, so. At one point, Kennison was like involved with the church. Even oh, he was. He was a pastor, and he, so I mean, and then he, he a goes, very impassioned speaker. He goes ape shit after that, and so they were talking the other day about people who would get in car accidents. Yeah. And it changes like their brain chemistry. And he just became like a wild man after that. Well, and I think also that, I mean, that has to do something. If you get like a traumatic brain injury, which I think was like very undiagnosed in a lot of areas, I think that can change a lot of yeah. your personality, obviously. I, I, you know, if anybody studied anything and it really intrigued me, besides there's a couple things. One is studying the brain. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking fascinating. There are more. The universe is so vast that we can comprehend. Like there are so many stars, there are so many galaxies, there are so many things going, there are so many solar systems, there are so many planets. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this correctly. Right, I know uh, what you mean. As it branches out, it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and almost you almost can't comprehend it until they explain it to you mm-hmm. and show you where we are. And ex- as opposed to everything else. And explain why and then right. finally admit at the end that they don't know exactly why or what it relates to. But it's so vast that you, I don't think that our brains can comprehend it. But yet on at the same time, there are more places that in our brain where synapses can fire than there is from what they tell us. All the things that I just talked about in the entire universe. universe. And there is. And I mean, if you look at, I mean, what they know of it, which yeah. I mean, you know, what is that? Um, that we use so, so little of our brains at this point. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck, what the fuck the rest is it for? Why am I carrying this shit around? My shoulders hurt. Is it bullshit? Is it real? I don't know. These are the things that I, I really, really think about with what's left of up here. Right. I mean, these are the things I really do get intrigued by and divest some of my actual, like, I'm just not sitting and drinking. I'm like, how fascinating is that to think about? I had a stepson at one point, my very first marriage. So he's my stepson. He had a stroke when he was newborn. Uh It really fucked him up. Like he was on seizure meds. He had seizures. It was a big problem. Um, All these things that he had wrong with him. And in addition to like his whole left side of his body was pretty fucked. So when he was little, he went to Shriners and they did an experimental brain surgery on him where they essentially removed giant diseased portions of his brain. Mm-hmm. Like went in and fucking cut it the fuck out and took it out. And when they were done, he no longer had seizures. You know, he long, he like like waved like a majority of the stuff that he would need medications for completely off medications. But he still had like a jacked up like left side and he was just like a little wonk. Right. But I'm like, you can take out that much that the part of the brain was diseased, but you can take that out and remove that. Take out that big of a chunk of a brain and it didn't affect a lot of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they don't know shit. exactly what they're fucking doing. Right. Going in there. They're just guessing. Mm-hmm. Well, we have we have an understanding of this and this and this and this, but we don't have a full understanding of the brain. So the the, the disease portion, they're thinking all you have to do is, and they're tr- testing this out, is for people that have seizures mm-hmm. or are missing a majority of whatever is going like autism or, you know, mental retardation or whatever else like that, that they can either stimulate it with electricity, you know, or put chips in there to fix whatever is going on. Well, your brain works on electricity anyway. So there's a lot of fucking mental processing power, but essentially what's going on is those synapses aren't firing. So what they're trying to do is replace those synapses. And what they're finding out is obviously this is hundreds of years of testing this shit out that your brain will kill off that part part and then reestablish that part for the most in, in another section of the brain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that we don't use a hundred percent. Oh, we only use 10% of our brain. No, we actually use more than that. But the way that the brain is formed, there's, we can fit the entire internet on our brain. That's how much information that we can hold in this stupid piece of gray mush and to mm. think that i have that's to put amazing a, i have to it is a, amazing i have to put a whiteboard in my bathroom that says take your vitamins yeah you're out of conditioner yeah like here's what's scary what mike just said is a revolution we have so much potential oh yet, yeah absolutely. yet we're pouring it into ai all these things mm-hmm. we don't need to we can concentrate yeah. right back in our brain i i said this to my mom one time and the the movie is called fly boys we were watching. I've heard it. Yeah, we were watching Flyboys. So they come out with airplanes mm-hmm. that can actually get up in the air and fly. 
Red Baron type shit, right? Right. What's the first thing that happens? We get in a war and we use them as an implement of war. Why does man always take technology and, and go, what can I use this for? It's our lizard brain. Yeah. Well, so now we're now we're crossing over into a, a completely. Uh, so now we're getting out of the human potential. And now we're getting into we're a spawned race, and we can't. No, no, have, no. It's literally our lizard brain. It's not a spawn race or anything else like yeah. that. It's what they call it. It's the evolution. The so Cro-Magnon. There's three sets of humans. There's Cro-Magnon man. There's Neant or whatever was that Cro-Magnon man at the time, and then there was a third one, at least a third one. And Cro-Magnon man beats the fucking shit out of those two other other human examples yeah you know potential evolution examples uh, models models right yeah and Cro-Magnon man becomes the dominant then (coughs) evolution blah 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 right and then we have formed from whatever or or I I have that backwards and it's from somebody (coughs) else regardless it doesn't matter we evolved from something someone and we still retain that you have what I want, therefore I'm going to take it. Divide and conquer, that whole thing. Yeah, so uh, the lizard brain, this Cro-Magnon brain, lizard is just a function of, of uh, survival of the fittest. That's what, liz- that's what the lizard Instinct, brain thing is. Almost. Yeah, and, and when, you are, when you are dealing with humans, humans will always revert to the basest of values, which is pillage, rape, plunder, murder, steal. Right. You know? And then, oh, well, we've kind of learned our lesson, so let's try to advance society. I don't like you advancing your society. So right. pillage, rape, plunder, steal, murder. It goes and, right back to the principles. Yeah. I'm going to take what you have. Oh, I'm going to use I, my club. I got in trouble for doing the pillage, rape, murder, steal. I should learn how to pillage, rape, murder, steal better. better. Yeah. And that's what it is. is so uh, evolve into the master race. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we still live in caves. Right. Yeah. We, we still have to hunt and forage for food. McDonald's and Kentucky right. Fried Chicken. Right. And, Dude, you know. I forage like fuck sometimes. And then we, we still have to... We, we still have to avoid all the, the, the nasty beasts and things that are trying to kill us, you know. And still brainwashed by the winners. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the people that have climbed the social ladder. Because they rape, pillage, steal, and plundered the best. Correct. Yeah. And they have the most furs. And they're sitting at the top right now in Manhattan going, <laughs> They've got all the furs, yeah. all the shells. Or maybe they don't, maybe they don't, they don't even care. They're they so laid they back. I mean, they're not laid back. They just don't fucking care. Why did Michael Jackson have to be sedated to go to sleep by a doctor with the kind of stuff you go get when you have a toothache? Because all the shit he saw in his life? He raped, know. pleasured, plundered, stealed. God knows what he did. Right. Maybe it was fine. Maybe it wasn't. It is to him. Look at the people at the top. I mean, pick anyone. Literally pick anyone. Pick someone. I'm going to pick people with money automatically. What about the mayor of New York that just resigned? I saw Andrew that. Cuomo. I saw that. I never Fuck really, him. I never liked his brother either. Yeah. He was just kind of a cocky dick. They're they're all they're all pieces of shit. They remind, he reminds me of like a frat douchebag. Same thing with Gavin Newsom. Just oh god, just I another hate that piece guy. of shit. I never liked that guy though. I think it's his face. There's something about his slick back hair and he, the way he looks. He's a very, fucking car salesman. It's yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. He's very pretentious I just, I, too. Every time I've seen him, I'm like, what? What do you think you're? talking about he's a piece of shit snake oil salesman i love I how he like uh knocked up his uh best friend's wife uh-huh. i like with gavin newsom that like if it was okay like in a fantasy world like he go down to his office and right. i'm dressed like i am right now and he starts talking and i just pull him across his fucking desk like his feet are coming off the ground and i'm like, like hey, I'm, I'm like headbutting him i'm like no no, no no be careful what you say no oh, oh yeah yeah because Pee Wee herman It'll become a threat then. Dragging him across is fine, but we have to. But I mean, the thing of it is, is like, I I just, I've never figured out what I, and I didn't like him when he was mayor of San Francisco. I just didn't like the way he looked is the problem. And so I'm like, okay, this guy could do lots of really, really good shit. And I'd still be like, douchebag. He was the mayor of San Francisco? Yeah. I'd be like, douchebag, right when it started going downhill. Um, He's Nancy Pelosi's nephew. I know that. So. See, I got all like itchy. Like, yes. <laughs> I was like, "How dare yeah. you insinuate that I'm not aware of that information?" I'm aware. Yeah. Fuck, fuck everything. And what's what's really interesting is um, better than forty percent of the people that signed the recall are liberal Democrats that voted for him. 
Yeah. Like 90% of the people that signed the recall are people that voted for him. So yeah, Republicans insane. that voted for him, Democrats that voted for him. And, and, uh, the commercials that are running are like, oh, this is a whole big Trump thing and MAGA. If you do this, it's it's going to flip the state and blah, blah, blah. Well, the truth of the matter is, is A, it's not. Of of the, was 20? There's 20 candidates. Nine of them are Republicans. Seven, five of them are eight or, you know, less than, less than 10 are Democrats. And the rest are Libertarians yeah. or no party affiliations. And there's, there's like 15 of those. So there's better than 20, but... There's like 15 no party or libertarian affiliations, Democrats, and then and then Republicans. Yeah. And one of them that's leading the charge is Larry Elder guy, who's a conservative oh. talk show host. I got to look at that guy. Yeah. Somebody, um, I my niece was asking me like, "There's a guy that's running for governor. He wants to get rid of the minimum wage." And I'm like, "Well, he can't just get rid of a minimum wage. There's still a national minimum wage." Well, yeah, and that's never going to happen. I don't know what why you, would he get rid of that? And if he does that, then I I lose. Also, she's like, well, 50% of my money. What happens to people that are already making that? I'm like, I'm sure they probably keep them that way. But like, if we have a federal minimum wage, well, then they can't afford anything. And I was like, the reason why you can't afford anything is because everybody's raised their prices. Tie to. You have to wait for it to come down. Except that's not true. You think people Everything that same? you're saying is a complete fucking myth. Really? The inflation has nothing to do with the amount of money that you make. So it has everything to I do run, with the Federal Reserve. If I run a restaurant and now I have to pay my servers. And you should be paying your else. fucking servers. Listen, but I have to pay them $15 an hour instead of 7 Yeah. Which, whatever the federal is. I don't know. Let's just say that. And now all of a sudden where I was paying them X and now over two years I have to get them up to paying $15 an hour, which I think we're at like 14 and it has to be up to like 15 at some point. Mm -hmm. You don't think I'm going to raise my prices to match that? You shouldn't have to. Why not? Because the amount of money that most of these restaurants make most are going to put those are going to put the restaurants out of business. So the cream is going to rise to the top. Always your job. The most of the restaurants that I've seen don't give a shit about whether or not they're paying their servers. They don't give a shit about whether or not they're providing quality food or a good atmosphere. So fuck them. They're, they're not interested in anything but other they're, than the they're bottom going, line. They're going to make a profit. So if you're used to making X amount of profit, you're not making that now and you have to nope. increase that. You're going to Absolutely not wages. true. Look at Walmart. If you have to increase the wages of people who are picking your lettuce or Those are undocumented workers and well, they don't pay I mean, any taxes. Let's just say, but let's just say you have to pay that. So your prices are going to go up. So grocery store prices. Are right. But that's, but you're making an argument on something that doesn't, is not even realistic. Look at Walmart. Okay. Walmart makes billions of dollars per year. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they don't have to raise their prices. In fact, they keep lowering their prices on some of the things. Why is that? Because they can get shit cheaper. Right. But okay. So they can get shit cheaper. What happens if you raise the price of one carton of Kraft macaroni and cheese by a penny? I don't know. You can pay everybody at Walmart $25 an hour, 20 to $25 an hour. Will they do that? No, because they don't give a fuck about their employees. They're only interested in the bottom line and how much cash they can fucking steal from everybody. Walmart's primary source Walmart, of income. I would only care about my profit. Shauna worked at Walmart. That's, that's all they do. They, they only care about profit. And and all that kind of stuff. She worked there for a year. And when, when we got together six years ago, mm -hmm. she worked two jobs. She worked at Walmart from the time you wake up and then went and worked at the school in Forest Hill. Mm -hmm. So we get together and I was like, you don't have to work so much. So she stopped the job at uh, school. Oh, okay. Because she was taking care of her girls and everything and her granddaughters. And she, I don't, I don't know what she was doing, but she was, she was fucking sleeping four hours a night and you know what I mean? And, and working right. her fucking ass off at two jobs that probably paid what Very we little. what we make co combine what you and i make as one wage okay right i said look you're with me now pick a job so she picked walmart she worked there for a while and then we got in a kind of an opportune situation and i said if you don't want to work at either of them anymore then don't and we'll figure something out now that we're together and you're up here you can reformat and she reformatted and got into her professional career now which she'd already been into which is being an rd right when she left walmart after only being there for a year she still got a thousand dollars in whatever it was that she had put her money in mm -hmm. after a year no i'm not saying it's a lot of money but she loved walmart 
And I'm not saying it's like that for everyone. And one thing that she had considered doing is she wanted to move out of the bakery and into the dental department because I guess they kind of compartmentalize their different things there. Okay. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just just saying that as an employee... And she had worked at Wharton's because she grew up in Forest Hill. She had worked all these different things. She actually told me that she actually enjoyed working at Walmart. So I'm not saying it's like that for everyone, but she said, I loved it. Well, you don't want someone baking a cake and then giving you a haircut. I mean, Walmart's primary source of income is welfare. Okay. Well, I'm not going to disagree with that. Millions of dollars per store per year. It's cheap and you can get it all in one time. Because of government funding. Yeah. And they put, they do, they do tell their people to get on food stamps and everything else and then spend it there. Yeah. You know, oh, spend, oh, you just got a refund? Well, you need to buy a fucking TV. Well, I I think that's a, I think that occurs naturally in society Mm -hmm. by, what would you call that? Greed. No, I'm saying, I think, I think. It, like if you if you showed a shark a dolphin a shark's gonna eat a dolphin but a dolphin can also kill a shark that's what i'm saying so in general yeah a shark's gonna eat everything in the ocean yeah but every once in a while the shark uh dolphin might yeah but come to the side. I, I i stick yeah. i i fuck walmart fuck target fuck these big box stores but you worked there and you had a you ended up with a bad taste it's like if i said like well no hold on a second you, okay no i worked there and ended up hating the company because of the way they treated people. And and what where where in Walmart did you fall? What were you doing? It doesn't there? matter. I, I I worked everywhere, but okay. th- it doesn't really matter where I worked because it could have been front end, back end. <laughs> I watched how upper management upper management controls everything from a main center. Yeah. The air conditioning, which breaks consistently. Yeah. And if the light if the power goes out, oh you gotta stay there. You gotta stay there and you gotta clean. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not working. I'm not staying at a fucking company that can't a, you know, deal with the fact that there's a power outage. B, we can't see what the fuck we're cleaning anyways. And, uh, you know, you guys aren't even doing the bare minimum to maintain this shit. The roof leaks. Yeah. There's black mold everywhere. The fucking heating and the heating ducts have dead animals, which haven't been cleaned out in years. Right. Every time it fucking rains, it rains inside the store. Yeah. That's, you awesome. know, and, and you have to get buckets, but you won't fucking, you won't fix the roof. Yeah. You know, and it's the same shit in and out every year. And then you're getting rid of all the jobs anyways, because you're, you're putting up more of these self-serve kiosks. So essentially they want you to do the job of someone that bags groceries and does all that other stuff so that they can get rid of all the cash registers. So they don't have to pay those people so that they can increase their bottom line. All right. Here's another secret that Walmart doesn't like. For every time that they don't have to put someone um, uh, on the floor, right? the managers get a bonus. Yeah. So all the hours that they have, let's say that there's there's 2,000 hours per month, okay, F- per store. Right. So all of those hours that are allocated for people, every hour that is not f- filled by people, yeah, right. the less people that they have, the more bonus that the managers get. And that's fucked. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And that's the way that Walmart does it. Right. And then they keep cutting bonuses. So you have to sell credit cards and stuff like that. Right. Well, every three months you would get a bonus. It could be a hundred. It could be 500. It could be even more people that were working and have been there for 10, 15, 20 years. They were getting thousands of dollars in bonuses. Right. Oh, they cut it back to a, they, they capped it. Right. So if you worked there for 20 years and you were expecting a $5,000 bonus, they didn't tell you about it, but you got 150 to $250, maybe 500. Right. And then they expected you to accept that. Right. Like, I've been working here for fucking 20 years and this is what you're doing to me? Fuck you. I, th- I think that um, from where I'm sitting, it's fucked. Completely fucked. Now, there are people that still work there. I know people. And I don't have anything against the people that work there. Like Shauna, she liked it. Uh, there's a girl that I know, Vanessa. There's, there's a bunch of people that work at Walmart. My friend Lincoln still works at Walmart. I don't have a problem with them. Right. You know, I, I, I respect everybody that I worked with, you know, and even the ones that used to be my friends that aren't my friends anymore. Right. I completely respect everything about them and what they did at the job and stuff like that because they bust their ass. Right. And they still do. It's not them. In fact, most of it's not management. There are right. some managers there that fucking need to be 86 off the planet or at least out of Walmart, but that's fine. It's upper, upper management. It's the district managers. It's the general managers. It's 
It's corporate. All those guys can go fuck themselves. Fuck off. Die. I agree. I'll give you the flip side of that. You're standing on a roof (laughs) in Auburn on a $2 million home. You got 40 pounds of fucking bags waiting you down. It's 100 degrees out, and your boss comes out and says, what the fuck are you guys still doing on the roof? Uh Get down here. Whether you go home right now or not, you're still getting paid. I I value all of you that much. Get down here. Cool down. Wipe down. Get in your car. You're getting paid through the end of the day. Go home. Yeah. And it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And you're and you're making good money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's more important to me that you guys are okay than it is that this house gets done when I said it was going to get done. So right. there's the flip side of it. And yeah. I that's what that's I think that's maybe the difference between a huge corporation and this is why I'm a Republican. Mom and pop. Huge corporations, there are huge corporations that act like that. Yeah. You know. But I worked for people at Walmart that were just like that, you know. What's going on? You guys need to, you know, get off the floor for a minute. It's 110 degrees in here. Go cool down, you know, go get some water, whatever. And then they just rotate everybody in and out. Yeah. And and that's smart, good management. But then you have the other ones that just, like I said, they don't fucking care. Right. You know, I don't give a shit how you feel, what you're doing, whatever. I got to the point, like, I was, I was up for promotion and they were going to hire me and put me in another, in electronics. And they had a new, a new manager or whatever they call him and I, he he comes out and he goes hey uh, which one of you is mike and i'm like i am he's like oh this is not the first time that that's happened i'm like really oh great so you really want you really you, that's the impression you're going to give me when you wanted me to, to come into electronics undervalued overwork yeah yeah so they didn't put me in electronics but they sure as shit fucking put me in electronics when they needed me you know even though it's front end, oh, go back into electronics, go do this, go help out there, go do all, all these other things. Right. But we're not going to put you in electronics because we don't want to give you a raise. Right. Also, you're your bad influence disturber of the peace. Of course, because you have an intellect. So then now what? You're right. a threat to them. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't put up with it. There's, there's a couple of people I liked, so. Heather's going away. I'm fine. Heather asleep. looks like she just did like, she was on heroin, did PCP, but then I'm was nodding. like, fuck it. I'm going to do some more heroin. I, uh, nods. sorry. I, I was quiet for a while and then I decided to I like fire that you up the came engines. out at the end. I know, right? He really is like a pit yeah. viper. My only, I feel stimulated. My only thing with the Heather, with Heather, with the, uh, with, with the, the raises thing is the inflation. It's inflation causes prices to rise on, on top of everything. <laughs> And giving somebody a raise, like I said, if if a company is willing to put forth the effort to make a good product, it doesn't matter what they're what they're paying their fucking. They should be paying their people more than what the owner is making, than what the managers are making. They should not be paying the workers more than what the managers. Absolutely, I disagree. Absolutely, you you should be fucking you should be fucking paying more money to your servers and wait staff or anybody else than what the manager is making. If you value your employees that much and they are part of the team, they should be making that money and the manager should be making the money. Leadership classes and how to do stuff appropriately up the butt, which my employees do not have to do. They just have to sit there and make money. And what you're saying is in the end, the manager or the owner will be fine. Yeah. So let the encouragement be to the people that are doing the work and holding it up. And I'm not saying the managers and the owners aren't doing the work too, because they established the business, you mm-hmm. know, and they made it what it is. But I, I get where you're coming from. And I do agree with it to some, <laughs> to, I, I, I do agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. The servers and the way staff should be making the most amount of money, just like car sales guys, the car sales guys should be making more money than the fucking, than finance, than anything else. They're the ones that have to go out and fucking, and, and rip all the people's heads off and d- rip the trades and do all this shit. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Envy? No. You got to watch that with, uh, who was Teen Wolf? Uh, Michael J. Fox. No. Okay, not Teen Wolf. Teen, Teen Wolf too. Justin Bateman. You got to watch Envy. Or Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. They go into that. He he. They make do, they make I, extract. They make like the vanilla extract. I've I really, heard of them. I really like the family series that he was in. Arrested Development. Yes. You know what Arrested Development is? What? A really nice word for retarded. That makes sense. I figured that out. I was like, arrest. Wait a second. Arrested Development is just the defin is the medical definition is retarded, for retarded. 
Yes. And like his family that is so fucking stupid. It didn't occur to me until I was just, I was watching a fucking video with him. There's always money in banana stand. Yeah. And, and he was talking to Howard Stern about how he was almost out of Hollywood. Just was going to liquidate everything and go fucking, you know, be a, a waiter at a cafe in Italy and just get fat, you know? And, and then all of a sudden Arrested Development came and he just like, that was so that. The, the kid in that, it's not Jesse Eisenberg. No, it's uh, Michael Sarah. But, but they confuse those guys all the time. I, they are. Yeah. Both of those guys. Ugh. I read a whole article one morning on the toilet. You know, that was coming. Of course. About, about the two actors? No, they, it was the whole article was about people that they confuse as other people. And that's that's definitely a set. Yeah. There's the Zombieland guy and the... Jesse Eisenberg and, and Michael Sarah yeah. and... Uh, wasn't Jesse Eisenberg in Zombieland? Mm-hmm. Is that him? I don't know. Either, both yes. of those guys I could care less about. Jesse Eisenberg's in a movie where they blow up a dam, and it's one of the Dakota sisters. Hmm. I, don't I wouldn't that. know. I can't hear you with a mouthful of peanut butter. Fanning, one of the Fanning sisters. Fanning. The older cunt, the older one. What's her name? The elder cunt. What's I her name? I Cthulhu. Cthulhu can. <laughs> Cthulhu. Dakota Fanning. Cthulhu. I know they so, they so they blow up this fucking dam and they use like fertilizer and shit. They, uh-huh. Like they have some explosives that they blow up with fertilizer. Mm-hmm. And then she's at the end like, oh my God, we did that. Isn't it weird that you can rattle these? Heather. Hold on. Mike. No. You can rattle the peanut butter inside of these. I'm looking up the Fanning Sisters. So they blow up the dam and then uh, one of the... Dakota and L. The Fanning Sisters is like, we shouldn't have done that. And then Jesse Eisenberg comes to her like yurt. They're in a yurt? Night moves. It is. A, it's called night? Night moves. Is that it? Yeah. And then he and then he like chokes her out and kills her. And then I was like, I, I don't I don't think I could ever feel threatened by uh, Eisenberg, even if it was uh, right. Who's the other one? Fanny. Yeah. Michael Sarah. She uh, no. The she could probably life of bees. She could probably kick his ass until then. Who's the lesbian girl? The the blood sucker girl. She she didn't suck the blood, but blood was getting sucked, and she was in it. Oh, Kristen Stewart. No, is that her name? So she, this other girl. She she was in. She was in the stupid vampire movies. Yeah, yeah, Chris Inter- no, no, no. Interview with a vampire. No, 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 no. You're fucking it up. Not uh-huh. her. Who's the one I'm talking about, Mike? Kristen Stewart. It's in this fucking movie with Jesse Eisenberg. American Ultra. Right. And then all of a sudden. Fuck that movie, too. I thought it was Thunderland. All of a sudden, Thunderland? Jesse Thunderland. Eisenberg is kicking the shit out of everyone. No, fuck that movie. And he's stoned. This is why I don't want to fuck it. Eat on pot. God damn it. <laughs> say say good night, Gracie. No! Good night. Yes. Good night. No. Fuck it. Everybody's falling asleep and eating. Okay. I like that. What is that? that is-